Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Lincoln Park and Lost. Just like the Leafs last night. <laughs> that damn song. That's what the problem was. They got rid of the, the Pursuit of Happiness tune, went with the Panama. And right back into the gutter. And look what happened. Anyhow, for those who are all up in arms about the uh, Pursuit of Happiness, I don't know if it's completely gone or if they're starting their rotation of tunes. Nobody said anything, I guess. No, oh, no, they they said they're, they're changing because of complaints about the song, given there's a lyric in it about drinking and driving. The lyric wasn't used as part of the goal celebration, but the song did include that lyric. So complaints about that uh, have led to them changing the song. I saw somebody uh, text us, and, I, and you had responded with an interesting point, but somebody said, well, should we take Tim Horton off the honor roll since he was uh, killed in a drunk driving accident? Right. Notorious drunk driver and one of the most celebrated former Leafs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 and while Leaf fans right away will hear that and go, that's ridiculous, mm. so is complaining about the goal song. <laughs> the whining about a goal song. Yeah. And, Oh, wait a minute. A deep dive into lyric shows uh, it was something nefarious. That wasn't even what was being played. It was just a beat from it. Almost every rock song or current, um, you know, dance type tune or rap will have some lyrics that are going to disturb some people. But yes, it was just the music bed. You know what? Just go back to the damn horn. Big loud horn and move on. They went to Panama last night, which I don't know. Hot shoe burning down the avenue, or, or is it? We talk about stunt driving now. Like, right. what are we going to get offended by? Yeah. And and while you have the right to an opinion, it doesn't necessarily have to be heard all the time, right? And it doesn't mean that things have to change because you don't like it. If you're out there looking for a hundred percent approval. You're not going to get it. And it's okay to say, hey, I don't like this and move on. But I know some people go to real extremes. So I'm burning my Leafs jersey. I'm yeah. never going to another game. Well, Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment should really grow a bit of a backbone. And have just said, look, this is a song we're going with. And within no time, people would have moved on to another butterfly. We would have seen something else that distracted us. And we would have forgotten all about this. You know, the crazy thing is, is that uh, if it had happened in almost any other market, there would be reason for panic among the organization. Mm. Like, oh, people are offended. They might not come. Right. <laughs> That's not going to happen in Toronto. It's the no. one place it won't. And you could just say, it's the, it's relax. One, they were scoring goals mm -hmm. and lots of them. Mm -hmm. And you change the goal song and hockey is a very superstitious, full of superstitious people. You change the goal song, and guess what? They score one goal. That's it. Well, the the insanity around it once again proves to me that hockey, and especially the Toronto Maple Police, are just one big cult. And once you've drank that Kool-Aid and you're in deep with that cult, you lose your mind over everything. Well, it's, I don't know. I, think, I don't even know if it's just people associated with hockey. I think it's just things gather a fervor, and people get so sensitive mm. to things. And and the the... the Catchphrase now is offended. I'm offended by it. I'm offended you would play that song as your goal song. My goodness, give it a rest. Yeah. Well, and now you get Panama. <laughs> you hadn't heard it before because it's only been around for 40 years and, and, uh, and played consistently. But yeah, 
Uh, right back at it. I, I Listen, I, I know you and I differ on this. I don't care that it's a classic rock song. You don't have to sit through the whole thing. It's not an entire Van Halen concert. It's 15 seconds of it. If it sounds good, if the riff is great... Go with it. I don't, but I don't, I didn't mind the other song either. Yeah, and that's, that was it. It's literally seconds of the thing. Most of the time you can't hear it anyhow. Right. Well, you shouldn't be able to because you're supposed to be up and screaming. Right. That's the whole point. Well, that doesn't happen there. (laughs) Not in that building. (laughs) When you're in a church of a cult, you just have to sit and be quiet. More and more these days, uh, cash is going, uh, going the way of the dodo bird. Many are pushing the mobile wallets and contactless payments. And there are some places that just don't even accept cash anymore. For sure. Are people still carrying cash around? Well, people were asked and they, um, they say that, uh, they rarely, uh, if ever, pay cash, um, when they go out to purchase something. Seven percent of people said they, uh, they always pay in cash. So only seven percent. On the flip side, 8% said they never use cash, and another 30% said they rarely do. I know when I've got to go get it, it's a big pain in the arse. I would be among the rarely using cash, Mm. but I kind of feel wrong if I don't have some. Yeah, you've always got money on you. I I can't remember the last time I walked around with cash in my pocket. Really? Yeah, never. Like, it's been decades probably. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like you should. Well, because situations come up. Right. I mean, if you're out, you're, you know, with having a pint, splitting a bill. Right. Right. Uh, now I know you can just e-transfer someone or mm-hmm. you can have it split and both tap. Sometimes it's like, here, here's a 10. We're even. And, uh, and, and to me, it seems easier or, you know, I, perhaps it's the doomsday side effect where, uh oh, what heaven forbid the debit machine isn't sure. working that day. Uh, how the heck do you get through? Well, you, you got, you know, you don't have to carry thousands on you, like I do. But uh <laughs> wipe my arse with thousands. <laughs> Just awesome. Yeah. You never know when you're out of toilet paper, and you gotta. That's right. You know, use a ten or a Lighten twenty. Cigars off a hundred dollar bills. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Look, when Rogers crashed there, was it a couple of years back, and and all the the um, the payment systems went down for like twenty four or forty eight hours. Right. It was a little bit chaotic. Sheer panic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, 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 the times I notice it is when, like, you'll go to a, a golf tournament or something, and they'll have the you know, putting for prizes, and you're you're throwing in for the charity, and and now a lot of them have the Apple Pay or whatever. But for the longest time, it was all just cash. Right. And I'd be at the golf course saying, "I'm sorry, I don't have any money on me," because yeah. I didn't even think about it. Well, I just found it annoying. I think initially when you know, Interact and Debit really started to take over, that people wore it like a badge of honor that they didn't carry cash, mm. and, and you know, like, like like somehow they were they were above, you know, cash. It's so antiquated a, a, a technology. Uh, no, it's, it's all right. You can you can carry around a bill. You never know when it could come in handy. I, I do remember when uh, Interact or the debit machines became a thing, and I just remember the excitement of being able to go and take out money anytime you wanted. Oh man, it was like unbelievable. It's midnight. I can go get cash because before that, you could only go to the bank when the bank was open. Right. Well, and initially, I, I think my first debit card. I could only go to my bank. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you had to find one of your debit machines. Yeah. Well, and if you went and when you finally could use a different uh, bank, 
for your uh, for your card, they would really hike you for like yeah. you know five bucks or something. I mean that's that's come way down. Well, I think we pay those fees now in our uh, monthly bank yeah. fees, right? Those interact fees and and get get charged and rolled into that. But you're right. At one point, you know, it was it was always like when you go to those not fake ATMs, but the you know, private ATMs. Yep. Find them a lot of the rippers back yeah, in the day. They'll take ten percent of whatever you're withdrawing. <laughs> ten if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, some clubs would have me looking and, and you know, feeding off the fact that you probably had a few before yeah. you went to take that out. You're taking out more. It's like, well, they got me. I'm not going to go find a debit machine somewhere now. There is the odd restaurant. There's a fish and chip place near me that only accepts cash, and they've got one of those private machines right there in the restaurant. And I guess they just don't want to pay the uh, the fees uh, with Visa and whatever they got to pay the bank. And every time we've gone for fish and chips, of course, I don't have money on me, so I got to use the the private machine. And there's always about half a dozen dudes standing in front of me, right? Because nobody has the cash. And then it was this little diner down near Yorkdale that. Marie and I used to uh, go to if we were in that area. And it, the people who uh, own this diner are just ancient. But I, I love these old diners. And no no, uh, no debit, no visa, no nothing, cash as well. And I don't know, you know, your, your lunch could be like 35 bucks. You give her 40 and she gives you a dollar and change. Like she, she yeah. can't. She's so old, <laughs> she can't do math. <laughs> well, she's doing the math. It's just in her in favor. favor. That's right. <laughs> and, and for most young people, they couldn't do the math either. True. You know. So it was like when I used to uh, sell ice creams as a kid and someone would buy a family of four ice creams and it would be 12 bucks and they'd give me a 20 and I'd give them like $80 back. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> well, you had the eight right. The, no- nice, the nice moms would be going, no, uh, young fella, you keep this and I'll take that. Anyhow, it's interesting. Uh, young adults are most likely to say they always pay in cash while older adults, especially boomers, are more likely to say they never pay in cash. Really? You would think the opposite would yeah. be true. But we have become a cashless society. Can you lend me 20 bucks? No. What are some things that uh, you find disgusting, even though most other people think it's normal? This is a discussion online about this. And yes, kids were mentioned multiple times. (laughs) Because we know they are. But uh, people hate the smell of other people's breath being in their face. And even if it's good breath, they don't like it. Right, yeah. These are things we find disgusting that everyone else thinks is normal. People found that disgusting pre-pandemic as well, too. That wasn't just a sensitivity more recently. Well, you roll over in bed in the morning and your significant other is there breathing on you. And it can get gross pretty fast. (laughs) I've never understood the morning loving. It's all so gross. There's other people's smells in general, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. If you're getting a waft of anything from someone, <laughs> it's probably not good. Dirty dishwasher, uh, dishwater to the point where you can't handle touching it. I do hate when someone washes the dishes and then leaves that dirty water in the sink. Okay. Drain it and clean it. Right. I I am one that tends to leave soapy water in longer mm. because especially if the dishes aren't done right if I because I wash while I'm cooking right and then in the end I'll try to just throw them all in or keep that water. Yeah. What I can't stand is when it when the water is either 
you know, dark or bubbly to the point where you can't see the bottom, <laughs> but you know you got like food and stuff down in there. Well, that's really gross. Oh. And, and listen, who doesn't rinse? I never get this not rinsing plates. Like uh, before my dishes go into the soapy hot water, they're almost basically clean. But why is the, where do you rinse them then? Well, I get the two sinks. So if there's food left over, you scrape into the recycling. Then you rinse into the one sink. Right. Then you put the dish into the soapy hot water. But that water. one sink, there is a chance that there's going to be a couple blades of rice or something. Like something's going to could get stuck down there, right? Oh, I'll clean that out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm uh, I'm meticulous with the dishwasher. <laughs> no kidding. Um, hearing someone with a heavy cough. Oh yeah. Now since COVID. Anywhere I am, if I hear somebody coughing, I'm running the other way. And I and it's, I don't think it's because they got COVID. I just find it so gross now. Right. Yeah, well, coughing, sneezing. Uh, we said it during the pandemic that, yeah. you know, I'd rather poop myself in public <laughs> than sneeze. Yeah. But, uh, and, and same now. because And even more so now, because at least, you know, before when you were somewhere and they were sneezing, they, they probably had a mask on at the time. And, and sneezing through it. Mm. Um, without it, you, you start to see, oh, yeah, we're disgusting again. I don't know that during uh, the pandemic, if I was wearing a mask outside, which I would have been doing, uh, if, if I had to sneeze, I think I still would have lifted the mask up and, like, sneezed into my arm. Sneezing right into that mask and having all that spit and snot inside the mask is pretty gross. Oh, it's your own spit and snot, at least. Yeah. I just figured if you're in a store, if I heard someone, I would assume they would have a mask on. Um, yeah, it, it, it's to the point now that, like, coughing, anybody coughing, it immediately makes me angry. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> and I'm one who coughs and clears my throat all the time, so I don't know why I'm so bothered by other people, but I just am. Uh, this has always bugged me. People who spit on sidewalks or out in public. It's so mm. gross. Long fake nails. That upsets people. Okay. When people let their dogs lick their face. Guys who openly scratch or adjust, adjust their junk in the company of others. Communal foods like potlucks or pizzas at work or parties. <laughs> it can be gross. The buffet. Yeah, it can be gross. Swimming pools. At least one person compared it to sharing bath water with many other people, and they're not wrong, especially public swimming pools. Right. And jacuzzis, hot yeah. tubs. No thanks. Said it a thousand times. I'd, I'd walk by a public pool on fire and, would, and wouldn't jump in. <laughs> uh, sharing drinks, even among family members. I don't know. We were up in um, uh, uh, Callowit with David. They do this thing where they... Um, they go to each other's condos because there's only one bar and it's too expensive to drink up there. So they'll have uh, they'll have condo hopping parties basically. Okay. But what they'll do is they'll have communal drinks. So you'll go to one person's place and they've made like a big pitcher of something, and everybody has a drink of that. One guy had a big bowl of I can't even remember what was in it. It was a very nice drink, but he had like individual straws for everybody, and everybody drank out of that big Ooh, bowl. That seems awkward. Yeah, it was a little weird, but I dove in. Uh, and mayonnaise. People are disgusted by mayonnaise. <laughs> Just in general? Yeah, I guess so. It's a lovely condiment. Gen Z's got a new thing going on. It's called silent walking. Get this. This is where they go for a walk, but they leave their phone at home. Come on. They're just walking. 
What? It's the silent walking. It's something we've all done for a gazillion years. <laughs> we walk. But you know the Gen Zs, they can't have uh, they can't leave, they can't get out of bed, they can't get off the couch, they can't get out the door without the earbuds in, the phone in their hand. Right. So they've decided now that they're going to do they're going to invent something new. It's called walking. Nobody else has ever done it before. <laughs> so for 30 minutes, they go for a walk with no phone. They don't listen to music, no podcast. Wow. Okay. They say it uh, heightens their senses, including hearing and smelling. It's a mental boost, clearer thinking. Yes, going for a walk clears your head. Mm. It's It's always done that. Right. But our heads are too full of fog from all the crap we allow into it yeah and it well if you get it you know look up from the phone every now and then mm. or turn it off mm-hmm. uh in terms of even listening to things on it and having the the pods in all the time you may notice things that are happening around you one woman said it's an amazing her, concept her boyfriend encouraged her to do it but she was worried she couldn't because of her anxiety right Oh, we are just lost. We are just completely off the deep end. So she was anxious that she wouldn't be able to walk because yeah. of her anxiety. Yeah. She, she, she's so anxious about everything. She, she can't go for a walk. Right. Now, I know there's a lot of mental health problems, but, but I think a lot of this has all just been brought on by ourselves. Right. And probably the influx of technology and social yep. media. Yep. The anti-social media is really what it should have been called. Anyhow. If you're going for a walk today, try the silent walk. I understand it's very new and unique. If you're planning on taking your uh, kids to see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie, be aware of this. People are not having fun if they just want to watch the movie. It has been constructed to be like a concert experience in a movie theater, and people are treating it that way. They're standing, they're singing along, they're cheering. They're shining their phone flashlights and dancing in the aisles and in front of the screen, and people are upset. Some said, this is the worst screening I've ever seen. I just want to see Taylor, and I can't even hear Taylor. Yeah, I guess for so many, because they can't get tickets to the concert, they're treating the movie mm-hmm. as the concert experience. Yeah, people say uh, it's it's really a, this is a theater experience, not a uh, stadium experience. And you better expect dancing and standing in the chairs and screaming and singing along. She's made this for her hardcore fans. People, others saying, others were being so disrespectful, so rude. Some were even removed from the theater because they were making so much noise. Wow. Yeah. Uh, they're saying now, like, in the end of all of this, she'll gain about $4 billion off of the era's tour and associated stuff like the movie. Crazy. Yeah. Billions. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, uh, Travis better hang in there. <laughs> Get something on paper, Travis. Don't fumble this one. No, no. Um, remember Chuck Norris? Well, he and, believe it or not, Vanilla Ice have teamed up to battle the undead in a movie called Zombie Plane. Oh, my goodness. Shot in Australia. It's already been filmed, so I guess it's just got to be released now. Chuck will play himself, as will Vanilla Ice. In the movie, the government has trained celebrities to be undercover agents, which explains Vanilla Ice being able to kick some zombie butt. You know, obviously, there was no doubt that Chuck could kick some zombie butt. Right. He can kick all the butt. Right. 
But, 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 but my question is, who the hell signed off on this idea? <laughs> I mean, who put up the dough for this? When was the last time Chuck Norris was in a movie? Uh, did he do the Expendables? Was he a part I of that franchise? He's part of the Expendables franchise. So I guess he's been in recent, somewhat recently, but I mean, his real like, Delta Force was what, late 80s? Yeah, oh yeah, it's been a long time. I remember him seeing Missing in Action in the theaters. Yeah. It was so great when he's pulling the vets back out of Vietnam. Yeah, well that, yeah, but it's been, you're right, he's, he's up there in age. It's gotta be in his 80s probably. Wow. So, I mean, he's close to being a zombie, and mm-hmm. Vanilla's career's been dead for <laughs> like solid 30 years. So yeah. He is a zombie. Yeah. Well, and the zombies, they move slow. We see it in the show, so Chuck, Chuck will be able to get it. <laughs> I don't right. know if he can get a leg all the way around. <laughs> oh, my God. I just imagine it'll be terrible. Um, your uh, One of your favorite movies of all time, Top Gun, is being made into a reality show, Top Gun The Next Generation. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like regular people? Yeah, the show will follow Navy student pilots every step of the way during training. Okay, so they're actually pilots. You're not just putting celebrities into a... No, no, no. You're going to follow them. Yeah, no. <laughs> Vanilla Ice and Chuck Norris. <laughs> Try and land this on an aircraft carrier. a lot carrier. of puke. Yeah. Uh, they're going to follow them uh, every step of the way during training as they embark on some of the most challenging flight tests possible. This will be the first time this level of access has been given to a pilot training program. Lucky will be there in front of the TV with his pants down around his knees. <laughs> Going to town on himself. It's funny because when you, you teed that up by saying one of my favorite movies is going to be made a reality show, I was thinking maybe Shawshank. Oh. Put people in prison, have them tunnel their way out. <laughs> That would be a fun show to watch. Um, Whoopi Goldberg went to the Vatican, met with the Pope Francis, and she uh, she blessed him with Sister Act merch. <laughs> Talk about a movie from the 80s. <laughs> Apparently, he's a big fan. He told her she was very important because one of the best things you can do for people is to help them and to give them joy and make them laugh. Whoopi says Pope Francis made her reevaluate her relationship with the church. She says he's quite amazing. He's exactly what I hoped he'd be which is a pope for all people, regardless of religion, which I appreciate. Interesting. I wanted to thank him for all my gay friends and all my divorced friends because he said, listen, God loves you no matter what. Come back to the church. And then he said, please come back. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a sinking ship over here. He's got a real sales pitch. Oh, yeah. Everybody in the pool. And Tommy Lee of Motley Crue a year ago was uh, very drunk all the time. He's been sober for a year, but he claimed... That he, uh, at the end of his drinking a year ago, he was putting back two gallons or seven and a half liters of vodka a day. Oh, my goodness. A day. Yeah, he said, you know, alcohol is so weird. It's easy to fall in love with and the way it makes you feel and the way it makes you relax. And then all of a sudden you're like, F me, I'm drinking two gallons of vodka a day. My liver was like, he goes, I thought my liver was on crutches. You're barely functioning. But then uh, after, I guess, uh, uh, some time in his first year of sobriety, he decided to go check his health, went and had a full body scan, and he pinches himself on a daily basis because the doctor said everything is good. See? Vodka good and good for you. Wow. So hang on a second. That 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 1.75 liter, is that the 60-ounce bottle then? I don't know. Like a big, a big thing of red wine is like a liter and a half. Right. So it's, it's so it's like four of those a day. Four of those. Yeah. Wow. Give or take. Yeah. 
Oh, and this, and this is vodka. See, I don't know if he's drinking it just on ice or if he's mixing it with orange juice or what he was doing. Oh, but uh, yeah, that's a lot of vodka. But I'm telling you, out of all the hard liquors, I think it's a good one. <laughs> Tommy Lee proves it. And look at him. I mean, he was on with Bill Maher. He's still skinny as a rake. Right. Full head of hair. Still probably rocking that weapon in his pants. <laughs> Vince Neal's eating everything in sight and seeing what he looks like. I think you go the Tommy Lee route instead. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.